Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting to props and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code believe 50 that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, folks, Jeremy Evans here, your host of the Believe in Sports Law podcast via the Believe Network. It's a pleasure to be with you. Uh, this is episode 38 of season four, and today we're going to be talking about streamers and the use of analytics and the importance of analytics. So it, it is interesting because the history in sort of Hollywood is that generally um, analytics has been um, say somewhat, I want to say disowned or somewhat, because uh, I would require it to be owned in the first place. I guess it'd be sort of somewhat kind of uh, excused in the sense that uh, not necessarily uh, being used to its full extent. Uh, if anything, you compare it to maybe, um, you know, baseball in the sense that uh, I think with, with many sports analytics is being used, particularly in baseball, since they measure every statistic and numbers mean so much and other sports do as well, but not so much as baseball. There are certain numbers in baseball that people remember Fans remember, you know, for example, you know, you hit the Albert Pujols just in the 700 home home run club. You got 714, which is Babe Ruth's number for, you know, career home runs. You got 60 home runs by Babe Ruth, 61 by Roger Maris. And of course, you got uh, Aaron Judge in that race now. You know, you just have these certain numbers, right? You hit over 400. Other sports do have those types of numbers, you know, but it, it's rare, right? Like, for example, you know, and and sort of an ardent football fan might remember, you know, the 50 touchdown mark, you know, in terms of a quarterback and Peyton Manning breaking that record, which was held for a few years by Tom Brady and was broken by Tom Brady by another quarterback. So, uh, and of course you've got, um, you know, your um, sort of wide receiving, you know, numbers, you've got your rushing numbers, the whole 2000 yards, uh, which is rarely done. I think Barry Sanders was probably, um, at least that's the name that comes to mind. There may have been a couple others, but, you know, again, numbers are important, right? But in Hollywood, as much as analytics would help, I think, produce films, create films, and get things moving in that regard, it's been somewhat uh, hesitant as an industry to accept this. Uh, Legendary Entertainment, uh, which um, is owned by a uh, Chinese company and sort of conglomerate, 
I did get into this for a little bit, but I think there was some backlash. And then of course, you know, the economy, and I think it kind of um, really pushed things uh, sort of in the opposite direction of moving towards analytics. Uh, but they had sort of looked at this idea of uh, using data to help produce films, uh, determine what films to make, uh, determine where to distribute, how to distribute this whole thing. So, we live in an important time because when you look at streamers, uh, they're continuing to look for content, right? We've talked about on this show. It's it's talked about, you know, in the industry, you know, streamers are looking for content, right? And of course, you introduce more streamers into the space, the competition to create and own and obtain and distribute entertainment and sports properties increases, right? This is why the price continues to go up for content, both entertainment and sports. And when I say sports, I'm really referring to uh, live sports. I guess you could throw sports documentaries in there, but you can almost throw that in the entertainment category as well because it's not live sports. But, and I think most people generally put it in the entertainment category because it's content in that sense. It's scripted, or even it's a, if it's unscripted, uh, it's generally entertainment content versus live sports, which is not scripted. And it's essentially what it, what it says it is, which is a live sport. So this is why streamers like Netflix are implementing ad-based options for consumers, which we've talked about, and this idea that the streamers are looking for a competitive edge. And so as streamers look to attract more customers by having an ad-based option, um, it sort of it allows the customer to uh, the price to be a little more palatable, right? Um, in terms of what the price range is, and really just to give consumers options. But again, as competition increases, uh, the prices tend to go up, right? Um, now, generally, there's a period of time in sort of economics, maybe where as competition increases, maybe one company goes down in price, the other one goes up or stays similar. But eventually, the prices will will um, will go up. It's just it's just the nature of the business. Until some new technology is is introduced and it disrupts the industry. Um, you know, and this is for any industry, not just entertainment and sports. But until that happens, uh, you're ultimately going to have maybe potentially price price decreases, and then eventually there's going to be some sort of normalization. Uh, and then if some sort of technology is introduced that sort of changes the industry, makes things cheaper, more efficient, what have you, prices would go down. So, uh, but in the interim, prices tend to go up. You know, especially as cost increases and, and new new offerings are provided. So, for example, if Netflix said we're going to offer, you know, 4K, you know, 3D, you know, uh, movies, and of course that might be a more expensive option. But if you said no, I don't want um, the sort of high definition. I want to just sort of normal definition for my TV, or don't want to pay the extra costs, then you go that way. And if you want an ad-based option or you want just a DVD option, you have all of those. And uh, and of course, other streamers are doing similar things uh, except for the DVD option. I don't think many other streamers besides Netflix actually do that. But you have those options in there and they can be cheaper. So again, these businesses are looking for more and more content. Uh, they're looking for ways to have an advantage over their, com their competitors. And they're looking to balance between the cost and the profit to create, produce, and distribute content. So now Hollywood, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, depending on what side you know you're arguing, um, has really been one of the few 
industries to be resistant to embracing analytics and in, in, in decision making. And this is because Hollywood is equally run by executives and powerful creatives. And so you have this sort of dynamic and really dichotomy of the business acumen of the executives and the creative prowess of the creatives. And they're both equally important. You need business decision makers and you need creatives. Without both, you really don't have much because you can have a creative, but if you have no distribution, if you have no business model, if you have no way to get the content out there, if you have no way to establish contracts and a process to things, um, you're going to be in trouble, right? You're not going to be able to get what you're looking for. So equally or important, you need both. So the business acumen and creative prowess are equally important. Uh, but it, but it's sort of interesting because the creative nature of content creation means that science and math, particularly analytics in this context, data, you know, data, data, you know, collection, creation, whatever, uh, are generally viewed with concern. And this is because the creative process is artistic. And so when you look at it and you go, okay, well, I want to create something. I want to tell a story uh, that doesn't normally have to do with analytics, but when it comes to the business side of things and you're like, okay, well, is this movie going to sell? Is this television series going to be popular? Where do we distribute it? Who should own it? Where should it go? Where should it do this? Th those things are often left to the executives with obviously the approval of the creatives, depending on their sort of negotiation power. So I think that um, this has sort of been the dynamic, right? Hollywood executives, powerful creatives, where do things go? How do they find a balance here, right? So now I will say this, and in terms of history and sort of comparing this to other industries, analytics was once viewed this way um, in sports, but it was sort of Billy Bean and uh, who's the president of baseball ops for the Oakland A's, Bill James, who's the sort of um, statistical genius and, and sort of math and sort of baseball genius. Uh, some great books that are out there uh, on both of these guys, obviously the movie with Billy Bean uh, played by Brad Pitt, Moneyball. Uh, but these are sort of really important, um, you know, sort of aspects in baseball that I think potentially could have effect in, in entertainment. And of course, there's a great book that I read that really changed my view of analytics and really obviously changed my view, but really opened my eyes to it uh, called Baseball Between the Numbers, Why Everything You Know About the Game of Baseball is Wrong, uh, which is a great book. And obviously the book Moneyball uh, that was complimented by the movie. So you sort of have this dynamic of, you know, sports also being in the situation where you had sort of traditional scouting versus analytics. And it wasn't until Billy Bean and Bill James really introduced this uh, and embraced analytics and they saw some level of success uh, that it improved the game and complemented scouting. And, you know, look, the best professional scouts sports teams have been able to find a balance between analytics and traditional scouting. Um, it is, it's also foreseeable, in my opinion, that Hollywood studios and streamers would eventually embrace analytics because it's going to improve the bottom line and the box office and streaming performance. At the end of the day, money is important. And if you're a publicly traded company, um, your stockholders and your stock price are going to be important. And sort of where that goes and how that's managed, of course, this may upset the apple cart, so to speak, when it comes to creatives. But I think this is where you find a balance. And in comparing it to baseball, you have traditional scouting, which looks at, 
you know, the intangibles, you know, what's the person's personality? How do they perform under pressure? Um, you know, these sorts of things. And then it's complemented by analytics, you know, in terms of, so you have character with traditional, and then you have analytics, which says, this is what this person does in this specific situation X percent of the time, you know, this person will hit a double in, you know, a one, two count, uh, you know, in the first inning, you know, this sort of thing, right. You can get it, go as granular as you want, but any, you know, analytics can be very, can be, uh, be very helpful. And I think it'd be very helpful to Hollywood as well. So, and look, the use of analytics can be used for decision-making in terms of what content to create, uh, what content to obtain or license, uh, what networks and or platforms to distribute on, whether theatrical or whether straight to stream. And then, of course, with analytics, you can look specifically at the four quadrants of a movie, uh, particularly of moviegoers and sort of where it might be popular. And this was something that Legendary Entertainment really tried to tap into, and I hope that they continue to do this and other studios continue to do this. But there's sort of four quadrants of, you know, old, young, um, you know, male, female, and sort of looking at where will a movie be popular? And, you know, is it a drama? Is it a, you know, um, is it an action film? Is it a comedy? Is it a, a romantic comedy, right? So you have all these categories. But I think analytics could help because it would say, okay, well, this movie did this at this particular time, and we can compare that to this movie. Uh, we can look at, um, you know, way certain actors perform in certain markets. You know, again, there's a lot of things that you can determine from analytics if you're measuring these things. And of course, with the use of analytics and streaming, you can tell, you know, what the viewership numbers are. You can tell, you know, all these different uh, components of how long it was watched, how many times it was watched, where it was watched. And of course you can create a market from that and you can say, all right, well, let's go, let's go into this market because we had a lot of success there. So again, I think analytics can help with that and you can do it to a point where it complements their creative process where you say, Hey, look, we enjoy your creative. Um, and this is where we need to distribute it to make it successful. Right. And ultimately with streaming, it's accessible to everybody, you know, or if it's in a movie theater, if you're near a movie theater, generally you're going to get access to it, um, depending on the, obviously the, the amount of theaters it's, it's being viewed in. But again, with content these days with streamers and the ability to, you know, pause and replay uh, content, you know, pretty much it's accessible to anybody. If you have an internet connection or you have film saved to your phone through an application. So that's sort of where we're at, right? Because again, analytics, I think, can be used to make decisions. Uh, I think it probably uh, would benefit the industry in terms of Hollywood and content creation and entertainment and all that. I think it helps with the quadrants in terms of determining where a movie might be successful. Uh, again, analytics will help in terms of determining actual numbers of viewers on streaming platforms. Uh, determine actual subscriber numbers, minutes watched to make future business decisions. And of course, with analytics, you know, you get more truthful uh, sort of data in terms of guessing or, you know, rounding up or saying, well, X people in this area watched it. So that means that, you know, as an aggregate, maybe this many people watched it. And data will also help advertisers, which I think is important because then they can determine more scientifically where their advertisements are reaching um, and, and whether it's uh, expected 
or whether it's a need a new needed audience or sort of where where are they where are they meeting there right and of course any data analytics information is going to help increase knowledge um, and sort of help with the process but of course the opposite side of this argument is that creatives will argue and maybe rightfully so uh, that a creative decision should not go based on numbers but should be based on look and feel and cultural importance right now, some studio executives actually might argue the same thing, especially if they're uh, more in tune with a creative mindset. And there's, but you know, again, you can have an eye on finances and profitability as well as the creative nature of things. I mean, you can you can have a balanced approach here. Maybe that's not the pure approach, but I think in terms of when you're running a business, it does um, it does make sense. And of course, the one good thing about creating profitability and having profitability is the fact that once you have that profitability, you can do other things. So you can bring in content that maybe wouldn't be so popular, but it's important to get the message out or it's important to have it distributed. Or maybe there's a cult following of it. You know, People love a certain movie. Maybe the movie becomes more popular over time versus maybe it wasn't so popular in the movie theater. Now, of course, streamers and networks might be less inclined to share actual viewership numbers because it could lower the price as as well as raise you know eyebrows when it comes to advertisers, but again, I I think the influx of data uh, could equally both prevent and or push content to be made. And wherever you sit on that side of the argument, could be beneficial or not beneficial to you. Um, now, of course, look the question of morals and business ethics and the like uh, become important because as much as data and analytics and artificial intelligence can help make decisions. They should not be the decision maker. I think the human element in all this is really important. And I think the purpose is to lead, for humans to lead and be creative. And I think that's essential to growth uh, and living life and, and being a part of the process. So as much as you know, I or others might advocate for analytics, there has to be a uh, buffer zone. There has to be best practices to this. Uh, there has to be a balance between efficiency in making decisions in business and keeping true to the creative process, right? And, and of course, only humans can do that. As much as you build artificial intelligence and you, you know, and you sort of have it as a uh, as a sort of an improved process, I think that we need to remember that it should be a part of the process, not the process. And it's sort of funny because Hollywood always does a really good job, I think, of predicting future events and pr predicting sort of human behavior. And, and I think um, the best writers will always um, talk about something, uh, you know, and, and, and sort of predict something based on existing human behavior or even the best comics, right? The best comics will make fun of something that is true um, and, and making light of it, right? And so... You know, you look at movies in Hollywood that have talked about, you know, artificial intelligence and, you know, analytics and stuff taking over. And so I think, again, as some of those things might be extreme examples, I think, you know, from an analytics standpoint, we need to be uh, cognizant of the fact that um, humans should obviously be leading the charge when it comes to making decisions, but it doesn't hurt to be advised and or influenced by analytics and to say, here's some additional data points we can consider in embracing, um, 
you know, whether to make a movie or not make a movie, make a series, make it not make a series, how to approach that series, how to distribute it, the whole thing. And frankly, you could even make it to a point where analytics doesn't have anything to do with the creative process. It's just a matter of distribution, a matter of the sales piece, that sort of point. So will streamers embrace analytics? I mean, I certainly hope so. And I think maybe some companies are doing that. Some studios and networks are doing that. Um, I think it's wise to do that, to take in good counsel, take in the numbers, because I think the numbers do tell a story. I think reading the numbers is important. I think the analytics part is uh, the most important piece here because you get the data and if it's good data and you can um, analyze it and say, okay, this is what this says about this film or this film or this series, I think you can take take those things with some good practice, best practice guardrails and sort of see um, you know, where that takes you. And, you know, and I can potentially see a studio basically starting an analytics department and then maybe you just have a certain set of films that you sort of develop through that and you see what the results are. Uh, and, and then maybe there are certain films that don't touch analytics. So again, I think there's some ways that um, Hollywood studios and networks can really work through this. I think uh, creatives could eventually get to a point where they embrace it, particularly if it means um, their film gets produced or uh, their film is more profitable, that sort of thing. And imagine as a creative using analytics to convince a studio to produce your film. So taking it in your own hands and saying, all right, I'm going to you know, help get this film produced because I'm going to show that the numbers are there. So again, will streamers embrace analytics? Time will tell. We'll sort of see where this, where this goes. But uh, as always, appreciate you listening in and making us the number one sports law podcast in the world. I'm your host, Jeremy Evans. This is Believe in Sports Law. And this show has been brought to you by Bet Online and look forward to being back with you next week. Thank you so much. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube